Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the New Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Moss, and today we're going to really dive into the upcoming schedule for the Miami Dolphins in the 2020 season. I wanted to start off by apologizing. I really wanted to do this episode earlier. I wanted to have some more content uh, about two weeks ago. I actually dislocated my knee while, while I was on the job. Um, and as the uh, the doctor told me, he said it was uh, the Patrick Mahomes injury. So funny enough, I guess we can we can be brothers in that way, <laughs> as uh, as I'm sure many of of you out there you quite possibly have experienced some sort of knee injury or you know I mean I'm sure a whole lot worse than that. So I mean two weeks isn't isn't too bad to to get back from it. But I'm I'm back up and around and uh, just use that time to kind of heal up and and uh, being around the house with the kids and everything. It just wasn't a uh, wasn't the best environment for me to be able to do another episode of the podcast. Uh, so I was really kind of thinking about how I was going to address the schedule and kind of dive into that. Um, and so so that's what we're going to do today. And so as we're looking at the schedule, um, I've kind of been kind of been glancing over it quite a bit ever since it first came out, kind of breaking it down as far as, uh, you know, how far they have to travel. And it's been talked about in the media exactly how far they have to travel this season. Um, you know, there's quite a, quite a, quite a bit of miles that are going to be traveled by the dolphins over the course of this year. Um, but when, whenever you really look at it, um, I kind of see it broken down into three sections, really. Uh, when you start off the beginning of the year, uh, playing some of the East coast teams, so you're, you're really, it's not too bad at that point. Um, uh, whenever you get into the middle part of the schedule, you're either going to, uh, the west side of the country to play these teams or the west side of the country teams are coming to play at home uh, against the Dolphins. And as you get to the uh, to the end part, for the most part, uh, at the end of the schedule, the, the latter part, it's for the most part, it's going to be either at home against some of these teams that are kind of, you know, mid Midwest kind of uh, distance teams. And the furthest you're really going to go uh, is Las Vegas with that. Um, do got to go to Buffalo at the end of the year, obviously. But so, I mean, whenever you break it down, I, I don't see too big of an issue as far as those miles are going to be concerned. Uh, definitely helps having some of those teams on the West uh, ha- having to travel to Miami as well. And you catch a couple of them, or I think, yeah, we catch one of them at, at the beginning part uh, of the schedule. So that, that could play into their favor, hopefully. Uh, but... Depending how you really look at the schedule, uh, you can see it. You can see it a couple different ways because this is a a team with a lot of uh, new pieces, a lot of young pieces. Um, it's, it's quite possibly going to take them some time to mold together. I don't know if that's going to be um, if that's going to be through the beginning part of the games. If it's going to take the majority of the season or all the season before we're really going to kind of see them come into their own as a unit. Um, but there are quite a few winnable games in my opinion uh, I'm not I'm not necessarily going to do a um, picking picking of wins and losses over the course of this episode we're just going to be talking about the uh, the games in general just kind of a broad broad walkthrough of them um, and uh, and kind of our thoughts on, on which ways they could go but as far as a set in stone win loss I mean it's 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 honestly it's going to be a very tough one to predict uh, it's 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 been one of the most difficult ones to look at and predict as far as the makeup of this team compared to years past 
as well as some of the teams that they're going to be playing and the new pieces that they've got or lost. Um, so, uh, not, you know, not to mention what's been going on throughout this offseason, which we, we're kind of unsure how it's going to affect every team, as well as the season itself. So we kind of, I mean, as, as much as we can talk about that, we, we really can't predict how that's going to go until we get there. I mean, it looks like, looks like from everything that I'm hearing as of right now, it's going to be uh, full steam ahead as far as getting the NFL se- uh, season going. I'm sure many of you have heard over over the different platforms that they've they've been talking about that that as of right now they're good to go, which is good to hear. I just hope that they're able to not only uh, take the right precautions and do it safely to to ensure that they can make it through the entire season without any setbacks. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, the first game on the slate, as I'm sure everybody out there knows, is uh, going to Foxborough to face the Patriots week one. And I could not be happier when I saw that that was, that was going to be the, uh, the first game on the, on the schedule. Uh, it seems like, it, I mean, maybe it just seems that way, that we always have to go there later in the year uh, whenever you know they're playing for something I mean of course we all remember last year you know we, we go there and they're they're playing for something and of course we pulled out that miraculous win with the Mike Gusecki catch at the end of the game um, and, and what a win that was I mean it was unbelievable uh, but I guess the we, we've, we've had some memorable memorable games with the Patriots uh, in recent history with the obvious Miami miracle game and uh, this we've always tried to play them tough even though they've always had a stranglehold on the division, and it's going to be curious going into this year to see if uh, how far how far exactly they're going to drop. Uh, because I mean, I, you have to be real. You have to be realistic and say that most likely we're going to see a drop out of this team. Uh, we still have an unknown as far as how Jared Stidham's going to come in and actually play, or or exactly if if he's going to be the one even out there at the beginning. I mean, it seems it seems all everything's pointing that way. Uh, but there's still some notable quarterbacks out there, and there's still some options that Bill Belichick could uh, could use. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does throw a, throw a wrench into it. You know, as we get into get into the uh, training before the season. Uh, but but it's certainly nice to be able to play at Foxborough near the beginning of the year when you're not dealing with the level of you know uh, weather weather issues obviously that you can that you can experience later on in the year and that we've we've seen in years past as we go to Buffalo and of course we'll get into that later later on in the episode um, but uh, but that's uh, certainly going to be uh, a non disadvantage I guess is the way to say because it, it's not an advantage for Miami. To, to have the nicer weather there, but it's not a disadvantage, or it's not going to be a uh, advantage for the Patriots to have that kind of weather on their side. Uh, if, if anything, Miami's going to be practicing in this intense heat, and they're going to go up there, and it's going to feel great, I'm sure, to to go to go play football up there where they're not just not just you know getting getting uh, uh, getting all of their energy drained by the sun uh, that you experience down in Miami. Uh, whenever you whenever you kind of break it down and look at the teams, at least uh, on the Patriots side, they, they they do still have some weapons. I mean, I know that the the big stigma was that uh, they never got any weapons for Brady, and Brady had to leave because of the weapons. And I I, I I see where they're coming from with that because we're so used to that team having the likes of Randy Moss um, and many you know Wes Welker when he was when he was balling out, uh, and and a lot of other weapons that have come through and Gronk and and some others, but. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I don't see a drastic 
drop off in in talent as far as their receiving core is concerned, at least. I think they, they've got some speed and they've got some decent talent. Um, I, I definitely don't think it's you know it's probably it's definitely below uh, middle of the pack as far as the NFL is concerned in in, in weapons. I'm sure and Sonny Michelle uh, is certainly uh, the running back has certainly had his uh, issues in recent history. Although he does come out and, and ball out sometimes as well, so. He's, he's somebody that you do always have to watch out for. And really, if we've learned anything from Bill Belichick over the years, is he, he does have a, a great ability to find players, uh, bring them in, and, and turn them into vital pieces within his offenses and defenses. And um, so that's always, that's always been a strength of his. It's not something that should ever be overlooked. Uh, and it should definitely be respected as, as, as the great enemy that he is to our team. Um, but when when you look at the defensive side of the ball, uh, they've they've obviously had some great defensive play recently. I mean, they started off uh, the year last year on fire, and they kind of they kind of uh, flamed out a little bit by the end of the year. They lost some, but they were still one of the better defenses in the league. I, I don't see a whole lot changing with that. I think they're going to keep things pretty tight as far as the defense is concerned. I, I think that that's one of the areas that they're looking to lean on really because they saw. Uh, how much of a strength it can be. So if I had to guess, I would say that they're going to really try to shape that up and they're going to say, hey, we we might not have Tom Brady anymore. Uh, we might not be as strong offensively, but we're really going to make it tough on teams with our defense. And they've obviously got some of the players to do that, as we all know. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I would break it down. I feel like Miami against this team... Uh, I feel like the running game is going to be essential in this game, and we're really going to get to see exactly what Matt Burita and uh, Jordan Howard can bring to the table. Because if they if they can get that going and open things up, uh, no matter who the quarterback's going to be for the Dolphins, and I I mean I don't know we've talked about that, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But but regardless of who they're going to be, if they can get this running game going against them and try to loosen up that defense, I can. I could see them winning this game that way. Um, I can also see see them having issues as far as, like I spoke at the beginning, with so many new pieces, a uh, new offensive line, a lot of new moving pieces on defense. Uh, granted, they do have Brian Flores to be able to help them come along on that defense, and some of them already know the defense that are coming in. So I, I think the learning curve for that is going to be greatly reduced especially with some of the leaders that they have to be able to teach them, like the Kyle Van Noys uh, that are on this team now. So I, I'm not extremely worried about the defense. I think that even if they have some bumps in the road at the beginning, they're going to they're gonna mesh together pretty well and really give teams some trouble. Uh, and especially with Jared Stidham coming in, I think that that's going to be good for us to be able to go against him here at the beginning of the year when we're trying to get everything put together as, as far as the defense is concerned. Um, it'll, it'll, help with, it'll help with the offense as well. They've never really been a huge... Uh, the Patriots have never really been a huge sack team. Uh, they, I mean, they've always found ways to get them. But that's, as Miami is building theirs, and we see the, the exact model of it uh, as far as our team goes as well, is they're, they're more into coverage and they're more into pressuring uh, but they usually do it in lots of different kinds of ways that don't just have those generic edge rushers that, you know, those are those guys that are just going to go after it every time and get the sacks. And I think that's going to be, that's going to help our offensive line out being new is I think they're going to have uh, probably not, I, I wouldn't say an advantage, but they're going to be able to have a chance to 
uh, come together and really work on their blocking in that game as a unit uh, instead of having to focus on a couple of super studs that are going to give them trouble like we might see from uh, other teams as the season goes along. Uh, so whenever whenever I really look into it, break it down, I, I, I see a lot of advantages uh, for Miami in this game. Um, it just it really depends on what both of these teams are going to look like. And that's really what kind of what it boils down to. So it's really a lot of unknowns as well. Uh, but it's, it's, I mean, it's probably just the fan coming out in me. But I, I really like this matchup at the beginning of the year. We'll go ahead and get into game two. And that's going to be the first home game uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And again, um, I, I would rather have... I would rather start off the year with three away games and play at Buffalo this game so we could play them at home the last game of the season, if only. But it never really works out that way. It seems like they, they like sending us up there to the cold at the end of the year. Um, <clears throat> but regardless, it is it is nice to get this. I mean, regardless of what happens in the Patriots game, if we can keep it close, uh, show some promise, maybe even get, you know, no, I wouldn't say get lucky, but even pull out a win in that game, then that matchup against the Bills week two is really going to be a huge matchup to start off the year. And I, I, I can't believe that we're going to see it first off firsthand that if if somehow, some way we can pull out both of these games at the beginning of the year, uh, you're going to be looking at a 2-0 team that's 2-0 in the division in a division that's considered to be fairly open to see who the next, uh, next contender is going to be. I think that that's a huge opportunity for this team. And... I mean, after after the first two weeks, we're gonna know what we got. We're gonna we're gonna have an idea of how the season's gonna go. In a way, you can always turn it around. You can always learn as you go and pick things up. But I mean, you've got to you've got to do the job against your against your division rivals. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Is if you want to be a consistent winner in your division, if you want to try to be a top tier team in this league, you've got to take care of your division. And so, this is going to be their opportunity to do that. Um, some some obvious notable pieces for the Bills is Josh Allen's going to be the quarterback. He's he likes to run all over the Miami Dolphins, and he has to, he's done it fairly well. I, I I'd say he's a he's an above average quarterback. I, I I kind of like him. I mean I think he's fine. Uh, he's got great running ability. He's got some good he's got some good arm talent. Uh, just kind of low on the uh, on the accuracy scale as as we know and. Uh, but really, the kind of the bread and butter has been their defense and what they've been able to kind of build out of that, and that's been a huge staple for this team. And really, just uh, I believe they built somewhat of a powerhouse defense. It's got holes at times, and it seems to be it has times where it can be inconsistent. I think is is the best way I can say it because they'll look like an elite defense one week, and the next they lose a game that they shouldn't lose, and partially because maybe Josh Allen isn't isn't keeping the defense off the field enough and that I mean that could be a part of the issue but you'll you'll see them struggle at times as well uh, they also acquired uh, Stefan Diggs a wide receiver from the Vikings for um, a very very good ad for them I think that they they gave up quite a bit to get him too so there is a chance if for some reason that doesn't work out they've given up some draft capital for him so that could hurt him in the long run uh, which would obviously be a bonus for the Dolphins, seeing as how we have uh, an extensive amount of draft capital uh, coming up. So, I mean, that would that would be beneficial for us. But, I mean, he's a great talent. I, I don't see that happening. I'm sure he's going to be a great addition for them. And, I mean, it really kind of completes their receiving cores. They already had decent receivers there, uh, some good guys that can, can catch the ball, as long as Josh Allen can work on getting it to it a little better. But, 
but having that staple receiver like Stefan Diggs is going to be a huge add for them. I see it. I see it being a thorn in our side. Although we did strengthen up the secondary enough this year, where we're going to at least at least be able to compete with top level talent like that. And we'll see if uh, see how well that uh, either one of our corners are able to match up with him uh, in week two. I won't spend too much time on this one right here. I know I spent a little time on the first one uh, just because it's kind of the the first game and obviously against the Patriots, so I think it it, it warrants a little bit more time. Um, But as far as the Bills go, I'm not really sure what to think about in this one. I really kind of want to see the team play week one before I can kind of gauge how we're going to match up against them a little better. Uh, But I do do think their defense is going to be pretty tough, Um, and we'll have to see kind of how Parker and Preston Williams... Uh, can can play and who exactly is a quarterback again? I'm probably I'm not going to try not to bring that up with every single game, uh, but it does it does seem to make a little bit of a difference in, in a sense that uh, exactly what we're going to be looking at and how how they're going to mesh with the receivers, uh, the, which quarterback's going to mesh with the receivers. <clears throat> but I don't I would have to think that it's possibly going to be a loss. Uh, due to the just inexperience and new pieces on this team, and the way that the Bills have already kind of come in their own, come into their own the last couple seasons, I, I would I would think that they would have a slight advantage in that sense, unless we really put something special together in the off season and it just kind of blows up. But uh, but I, I, hopefully it's at least a competitive game. I can I can see that being the case. Uh, and so we'll go to week three, which is going to be at Jacksonville against the Jaguars. Uh, there's not a whole lot really to say about this game. Um, honestly, I, I I'm, I'm kind of jumping on the same train as a lot of the commentators and, and, and media personnel are, are getting on and the writers when they're claiming that Jacksonville could be one of the bottom teams in the league this year. And I really tend to agree with that. I think their defense has kind of been dismantled. It's been it's been beat up and it's been kind of just yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's Certainly a shell of what it was a couple of years ago when we saw just what a powerhouse it was at the time. Um, I lost, lost a lot of key pieces. And whenever you look at them offensively, not really sure what we're going to see out of quarterback. It's been wishy-washy with them anyway, uh, what we've been seeing out of quarterback play for them. Uh, the wide receivers are okay. They've got decent talent at receiver. Uh, but they really have struggled, and I, I think a lot of that is due to the quarterback play that is that has come out of there. Uh, but uh, chicken or the egg scenario, I think that offensively they're not going to have much except Leonard Fournette. And I mean, we know that the Dolphins have struggled against the run for quite quite a few quite a few years in, uh, now. You know, a certain years mixed in where they've where they've done okay, but but they've struggled for the most part against the run more than more than just about anything else. Uh, and so I have to keep an eye on that. But I certainly think with a lot of the, a lot of the linebacking uh, additions as well as the defensive line, the, the kind of remake of of, of the front, uh, of the front players on the defense there, I, I think it's going to help out a lot with that. I don't know if it's going to be a fix-all, but it'll, it, it will certainly be. It can't it can't get worse, is what I'm thinking. I think it's, it's certainly going to see some improvement. Uh, but when I when I look at that, I I do see that as, probably as a win. Um, I I think that would be tough. To, to lose to them, uh, even though it's, it's at Jacksonville, it's not much of a you know not much of a road game, but to lose that game week three that would be tough, especially uh, if if it knocks us down to like one and two if we're able to win one of the two games before that would be that'd be pretty difficult. 
uh, because because of this next game that we'll go ahead and get into, which which is at home uh, against Seattle. And so you start off the year at the Patriots. You're at home against the Bills. Uh, then you're at Jacksonville, which is not too far from home. And then you're at home again against Seattle. So not, I mean, essentially not a lot of travel right here at the beginning of the year. Um, and having Seattle go to Miami for Week Four is pretty nice. Uh, they're going to come down there. It's probably going to be hot. Uh, I assume. I don't know. I have to. <laughs> I have to. Oh, I have to look. I don't live down there, so honestly, it's 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 a lot harder for me to to talk about the weather not not being from there. So, um, but having them come there is certainly an advantage. That's it's quite a bit of travel. They always talk about it. But no matter which team it is, I mean, travel affects everybody. That's just the that's just the uh, the way it goes. But we all know about Russell Wilson. Um, we know that they that he can run the ball. He's obviously an outstanding quarterback. Uh, they have been leaning on their running game the, the last couple of years. I mean, for uh, quite a while before that, but really cycling in the likes of, you know, Chris Carson um, and, and all the other ones they've had. They've really kind of, and a lot of it's been because of injury too. They have they usually have one or two players that are injured or in or out, and they're kind of cycling them all through when they're in there. Um, I assume to try to pre- prevent as many injuries as they can and, and uh, kind of watch the snaps for some of those players as they come back. But they've got outstanding running backs. So you've seen uh, the the rushing yards output for them has, has been incredible. Uh, and that's not even to mention when you get into the passing game. You know you have you have a great receiving core. I mean DK Metcalf looked pretty good last year, and I don't see him really going down. I, I think he's going to he's going to fit in uh, very nicely for Russell Wilson. I think he's going to give him a great target, and we know that he can give him the ball. And I think that's going to be a huge matchup to watch out for whenever this whenever this game happens. Uh, the I'm not quite as scared of the Seattle defense as I has as I have been in years past. Um, they've they've had some pieces go, and I mean they've replaced some, and they've tried to try to stand you know stand strong with with the players that they've had, and they've they've had moments where they've been pretty good, and they've um, I think they represent themselves pretty well. Uh, they're they're far from what they were when they were. Uh, competing for the Super Bowls and winning Super Bowl, but uh, still, still a, a fine defense. I think they're more than enough to give uh, give some teams some trouble at times. Uh, and so, well, that'll be that'll be a big thing to watch for. So we'll have to watch out for the sacks in that game. You know, obviously, it's going to be one where you have to keep an eye out on the offensive line. That's going to be their time where they really need to hopefully be coming into their own. And hopefully, the Jacksonville game, if if they're going to be as weak of a team as as a lot of people think, that'll give the offensive line hopefully after these three weeks enough time to really kind of put something together where where they can start playing these uh, upper echelon teams as we get into this a little further into the schedule um, especially the next game which we'll be talking about in a moment uh, but but that's that's kind of whenever they're going to need to get things put together uh, or else this team is really going to struggle against against Seattle because the offense isn't gonna isn't gonna let our defense just you know set back and then hold them under you know with so, so many yards they're gonna they're gonna get their yards they're gonna get their points and uh, I don't know it's gonna be a very tough game it's gonna be a very tough game to win because um, it's just it's just the power of, of Russell Wilson and what he brings as a leader and what what that team does around Pete Carroll and it's I mean it's been it's been a great thing to watch ever since they won the Super Bowl I mean they're they're a strong team. Uh, they've got a lot of character, um, and it, it's certainly a game that I look forward to watching because I, I have definitely been salty after uh, a couple years ago whenever we started off the year in Seattle, and uh, I believe it was the one where Kenny Stills dropped the game-winning, what would have been the game-winning touchdown, 
Uh, but we had, we had had them beat that entire game. Uh, watching that, I was so excited, thinking, "Oh my gosh, we're beating!" And that was the still pretty powerhouse Seattle team for the most part. I can't remember what they finished the year on or anything, but they still had a lot of great players and and were I think a stronger team than they are now. Um, but but yeah, I, that was that was certainly a hard game to to watch at the end. Uh, but it really showed, you know, it really showed that I think that a lot of the key pieces, not that there's as many left from then, but kind of the the core and the base and everything that's kind of come along and been created now that hopefully we can com- compete, continue to compete against these um, upper tier teams like that and hopefully become, become one ourselves. And that'll go ahead and bring us into uh, the next game, which will be week five. It's going to be at San Francisco. And when you talk about the 49ers, you talk about pass rush. That's that's it. I mean, and that's that's why I was alluding to before uh, about the offensive line is they they need to get their stuff together because if they want to have any hope in competing in this game against a team that was just playing in the Super Bowl, they have got to have something going. They've got to be able to protect the quarterback. They've got to be able to create some sort of lanes for for running backs to to get involved. Um, and I think that will. Overall, I didn't really talk about it yet, but overall throughout these games, I think it's going to be a big benefit for us this year is having Jordan Howard and having Matt Burita. It's going to give us a combination of, of strong running, um, elusive running, and pass catching. And it really kind of covers all of the areas, which is why I was really happy. Um, I, I, I wanted them to draft a running back like I'm sure a lot of you did. I was really hoping to get J.K. Dobbins, and I'm sure they were too, but Baltimore had to, to steal him away. But I was uh, very happy whenever I heard that they had traded for Matt Breed. I thought that was a great pickup. Um, I've been watching him for a while, and I think that that's, that was a great addition. I mean, honestly, I think he's going to bring a lot to the table. And I think Jordan Howard will as well, uh, as long as, as long as you know, he can stay healthy. He's had a little bit of concerns. He hasn't been injured. A whole, he hasn't missed a whole lot of games over his career, though, and he's still fairly young. So I, I don't see it being a huge problem. But if it did, I mean, we've got a couple of running backs that have showed great flashes throughout their NFL career so far. And... Um, I, I think they were a couple of great additions to this team, and I think they were both great choices uh, by the coaching staff. But we'll go ahead and get back to the uh, to the 49ers. Um, that, like I was saying, that's going to be the main the main issue is going to be that pass rush. We're going to have to keep the quarterback upright. If they can do that, um, if they can maintain some drives, uh, we're really going to hope our defense can give uh, Garoppolo and, and and their offensive unit some trouble. Because they've they've obviously got a pretty good offense too. I mean, you don't you don't get all the way to the Super Bowl with only defense alone. You've got to have some offensive play, uh, and they, they did have some. They're obviously more of a defensive team, uh, but they've certainly got enough firepower to uh, to to beat you down if you're not careful. And uh, I, I I mean, if if I if I had to if, if somebody was going to ask me, of course that I would say that's probably a loss. I mean, it's just. You just look at it, they're a Super Bowl team, and I don't know, I, I really doubt with all these pieces that we're going to be to that level the first year, you know, while we're still watching the, the coach and the, the staff, the new staff and, and the new players kind of uh, mesh together and come into their own. But we'll go ahead and jump into the next one, though. It'll be week six. It's going to be at Denver against the Broncos. Uh, and they've been, they've been kind of a, a hot-button team that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about they've been saying that they're they're possibly going to be a team that's going to take a big step forward this year and I I can agree somewhat with it 
I, I still want to see some more of Drew Locke. Like I, I know he's he's played he's played pretty good and he looks good. Uh, I I don't see him being a being a bust or you know I mean he's already shown that he's probably not going to be one. But I don't I don't foresee him being a bust or anything like that. I just I just need to see more before I before I claim that they're going to be the team that can compete with the Chiefs in that division because that's just that's a that's a that's a tall task right there uh, to compete with them. Uh, but they they have obviously added in a lot of pieces. Uh, they've they've made their offense quite a bit better. Their defense they've they've made their their defense is, is okay. It's it's I I think it's a little overrated I guess just because I think everybody's thinking back to the Peyton Manning days or think, thinking back to you know through times like that where they've been just a great defense and I don't think they're a great defense. I think they're a good or very good defense. Um, and they they you know they're, they can still be dangerous. Um, but they're they're just they're kind of a well balanced team is is probably how I would put it, and I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I think that they might even uh, they might even they'll try to give the Chiefs fits. I don't think that they're going to be able to beat them, um, but I think that they're they're certainly a team moving in the right direction though. They got they got some good pieces, and uh, when I look at it, I mean it's it's at Denver week six. I mean it's going to kind of be. I mean, on paper, it might just be a toss-up. I'm, I'm sure on paper, well, we get the betting odds. I'm sure Miami's going to be the underdog in that game, depending on how the Broncos start off the year. Uh, but as, as much as they've been kind of hyped up, from what I've heard, I, I, I think that they're 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 going to have high expectations for the Broncos this year. So we'll have to wait till we get there. Um, I think that the uh, the Miami defense should be able to to match up with their offense fairly well. Um. I think it's pretty pretty good to watch the, you know those offensive pieces that they have against Miami's defense. It's going to be quite a bit of fun, and I think that our offense uh, potentially is going to be it's going to be good enough to get their defense fits. I, I do, um, no pun intended, because I don't even know if Fitz is going to start. But <laughs> but if he if he is, I won't complain. I won't complain either way because I think I think either one brings enough to the table to to help us help us get some wins this year. Honestly, uh, but again, I. I think this could be possibly just kind of a toss-up game if I had to pick a win or loss so I mean I I don't really I couldn't really say for sure but I I would lean uh towards a win on it but but this is like I said before it's really early to pick it a lot of unknowns and that's just kind of where we are um but going into what am I in week seven yeah going into week seven gonna be at home we got a couple home games in a row now um this home game will be be against the Chargers, and it's a pretty interesting game when you look at that. Uh, I, I I like the time when it's going to happen. I think it's it's kind of beneficial to us uh, to have them at home right there after going for the 49ers and and Broncos, and then you're then you're back at home against the Chargers, a team that has a pretty good defense. I mean, we they're similar to how the 49ers are. Where we're going to have to really have that offensive line show up for that game uh, to give us a chance. Uh, but the defense is, is pretty decent. Uh, they've got some pieces added in this offseason. I think they're going to be improved. Uh, our offense, I would probably, I mean, not knowing anything, I would probably give our offense the advantage against their defense in this game. Um, being at home and all, I mean, a little bit a little bit of that, I guess going to give a little bump for that. Uh, but they're, 
their offense is going to have quite a bit of unknowns. We've had, you know, Keenan Allen, who's who's obviously an elite receiver, but he he has tendencies to not show up. You know, he can he can have a great game and then he might disappear. And I, I can say that I can say that for sure as a fantasy football player that has that has experienced uh, plenty of Keenan Allen in the years past. Um, but he's he's certainly not somebody that you should sleep on. He's somebody that can can burn you if you're not careful and have a huge game. He's very talented. Uh, uh, they've got Austin Eckler, who's who's great. He's a he's a defense buster, as is probably how I would refer to him because he's 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 decent at running the ball, but he's so quick and elusive. But his catching ability is just phenomenal. So if you're if your linebackers aren't ready to go and aren't ready to keep an eye on him, I mean he's going to outrun him and he's going to get a lot of yards and. A, and he's poised to have another good season, in my opinion, because they're really gonna, probably really gonna lean on him uh, as they go into the year, uh, in at least at least more so in the passing game than anything else, uh, because they're starting off the year with um, Tyrod Taylor, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> if, I, if I'm wrong on that, I apologize, but I'm, I know that they're that. But they also um, they got the new quarterback as well, and that's really one of the things that I'm curious about going into this year. Um, at least against this team right here, is not only whenever Tua is going to potentially start, uh, but whenever uh, whenever we might see Justin Herbert start. And, I mean, I, I'm not really sure. Depending on how you feel about him as a quarterback, I mean, it could be it could be early. I, I don't know. I've heard uh, on the radio today that there's a possibility that they could be giving Colin Kaepernick uh, a workout. And, I mean, in doing that, I mean, I don't know if that's... Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that's necessarily a knock on, on Justin Herbert. Um, I don't think it's really anything more than uh, you know giving giving the guy a workout and see what he's got. And I mean, you know, I mean, for a team to do that, there's nothing wrong with kicking the tires on a veteran quarterback who's had success before and and seeing what they got. I mean, because with with Tyrod, I mean, it's kind of the similar thing. Is is you know he's a, he's a veteran guy now and he's had some success here and there, but. You never really know what you're going to get, and then you've got the unknown of a rookie quarterback right now, uh, who has had, kind of had mixed reviews from everybody. And so I'm, I'm curious at this part of the year, whenever we're playing them, if we're going to see the uh, the two of Justin Herbert uh, matchup, because I think that would be pretty exciting to see, um, especially uh, if it happens. Uh, well, it will happen in Miami, but if it if it happens where these both of these quarterbacks are playing each other in Miami, uh, I can I can feel like that's going to be a pretty pretty exciting game with a lot of eyes on it. Um, probably not all over the league because people tend to tend to ignore the Dolphins quite a bit, and I mean they haven't given us we haven't given them much of a reason to really pay attention. Uh, but hopefully that'll change. But but uh, certainly people are going. It's going to be a narrative going into that week, regardless that we're going to hear uh, if it does happen. Um, but overall, I, I look at our I look at their off, offensive weapons as as decent, but I I'm unsure about the quarterback play, and I think our defense is going to probably have a bit of an advantage but their defense their defense is going to is going to have a probably an advantage against our offense most likely with the offensive line just kind of seeing how that goes so again and i mean we've we've handled the chargers quite a bit over years past we've always seemed to have their number um i mean they've got us a couple times but but we we, we usually seem to have their number for the most part and that was with philip rivers who is i mean i don't know but it's probably better than any quarterback that they have on the roster right now uh, he may still be better than any quarterback they have on the roster right now, um, but I, I don't know. No, not trying to do hot takes or anything, but I mean, Philip Rivers is, is fine. He's always been a good quarterback. You can't really, you can't really knock the guy too much, other than, other than his lack of success in the postseason, I suppose. 
but like I said, we have two home games in a row, so the next game is going to be at home against the Rams. And uh, yeah, Los Angeles Rams is going to be it's going to be an interesting game right there. Uh, they don't have uh, they don't have Todd Gurley anymore. Uh, they don't have Brandon Cooks anymore. They still have quite a few pretty good pieces, though. Uh, we'll see what they put together as far as the running game is concerned. They still got Jared Goff, who is, is shown to be an elite quarterback at times, uh, but has has fallen short every once in a while um, and really kind of disappeared. But he's he's definitely a manageable quarterback. He's one that is he's not he's not just a game managing quarterback. He's he's at a, you know a top level uh, kind of quarterback in my opinion at least. Uh, but whenever you add in, they see you know they still got Cooper Cup, who's a great receiver. Um, they've got other good weapons. Their defense is pretty good. They they seem to always kind of they always seem to to add in other pieces. They got they usually have a lot of, of veteran power on their defense. And it's worked for them, and they've they've put a lot of money into that defense, and so I think their team is going to depend a lot on that because um, <clears throat> they're losing the uh, offensive pieces that they did. It's going to be a huge a huge hit going into this year, uh, in my opinion. And they struggled at times with offensive line play, and uh, between a struggling offensive line and losing offensive pieces, that that can make for some some tough games. Um, and they're good enough to still win games because they've got a great uh, they got a great coach, and we all know that. But um, I, I do see them possibly taking a step back, and and being you know probably they're they're going to be competing, in my opinion, for either third or fourth place probably in that division if I had to guess, because um, we all know about San Francisco and we know uh, the Cardinals are kind of up and coming, so that's. It's going to be interesting to see as we go into the year is, is kind of how that division is going to shape up. But um, I do see it as a winnable game. It is it's one that that's not overwhelming. Uh, it's going to be is certainly going to be a difficult game, but uh, it's it's one that one that I can for sure see him winning. Uh, but speaking of that division, uh, we'll go we'll go over to the next game, and it's uh, Week Nine against the Arizona Cardinals, and it will be in Arizona, an away game. And uh, whenever you break it down with them, you're going to see uh, Kyler Murray right at the front there. And uh, certainly, he's a, he's a quarterback that that I wanted the Dolphins to get for sure. And and you can see why he's very talented. He's he's a good leader, and he did a lot of great things for their team last year. I feel like he's getting a little overhyped going into this season. Um, just because I mean, as I was speaking before, I just I want to. Uh, about the other quarterback, I want to I want to see more. I just want to see like uh, oh yeah, of Drew Lock. It's similar to Drew Lock. I just want to see more from Kyler Murray. Just to you know, I want to see a couple few seasons under their belt of them being either consistent or above average or great. You know, in, anywhere in between there. But if you can show that you're consistently uh, a top tier level quarterback for a couple few years, then you've really solidified your place as somebody who's going to keep raising your team up to the next level. Um, and that's kind of what I want to see from him. I think he can. I think he's great. Uh, and they've they've definitely added some pieces in there to help him. I mean, bringing over DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my goodness! Just, I mean, they couldn't have they couldn't have, they couldn't have set him up any better. And that certainly plays into the hype uh, for this team going into the year. Is with a piece like that, you've got Larry Fitzgerald still coming back, who's always consistent. Um, he's a very tough player, very good guy uh, by all accounts. And and um, we get to see Kenyon Drake in that game, a little painful, but 
but I think it all worked out in the end. If I had to take Matt Breida and, and Jordan Howard or Kenyon Drake, it, I would probably take Matt Breida and Jordan Howard, but maybe it's just because he's gone. and Because I've always been a huge Kenyon Drake supporter, and watching him get con- just constantly misused um, by Adam Gase in particular... But it was it was very difficult to watch because we know what kind of talent he has, and then he goes over to Arizona after the trade and shows shows us exactly what kind of talent level he has. We all knew it. I mean, we've seen it, and I mean, he's a great player. He's he's somebody who uh, I, w- I would have liked to saw stick around, but the fact that he didn't is okay too. Uh, it's gonna is it's gonna be a lot of mixed emotions watching watching him play. Uh, against uh, the Miami Dolphins in that game, and I'm sure he could possibly be a thorn in our sides in that game. I mean, it's certainly the revenge game mentality going into that. Uh, on top of the fact that their defense is, isn't really anything to shake a stick at, you know, it's 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 pretty good defense. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna try to run and gun. They're gonna try to put up a lot of points against teams, and their defense is just gonna, you know, they're gonna be a team that hopes that their defense can get quite a bit of rest. And that that'll that'll kind of help them from from getting put in, in difficult positions in games. And so it's again, I would love to see Tua and uh, Kyler Murray duke it out in this game. That would be great. I'd, I'd love that narrative. I think that would be be fantastic to watch. Uh, but either way, I think that that our our offense is going to be is going to stack up pretty well against their defense. And I, I think that their offense is is got the possibility to give our defense fits in the game, um, give them some trouble. And so that'll be a good game to watch. It could pop. I mean, it's like I keep saying, it's hard to say, but, but, uh, it could be a high scoring game. There could be a lot of points scored in this game. And I, I really see it being that way. I think both teams have the ability or the possible ability to, you know, get over 30 points a piece and, you know, maybe, maybe climb it up to the upper 30s maybe not <laughs> it could it could always be a low scoring game we're so used to seeing those dolphin teams with the good defenses and the bad offenses over the years where where we would play these good teams and it, it would be such a low scoring game by the end of it that it was it was almost infuriating to watch sometimes but but it really it really showed what kind of defense they had back in the day at least well we'll go ahead and get into week 10 against the hated jets and the Adam Gase Jets. The uh, the first game is going to be at home against them, Week Ten. And I mean, I'll go ahead and group them together because we have we play the Jets. We're we have a bye, and then we go play at New York against the Jets. So kind of a, a weird circumstance to have that happen. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. I remember I think it hadn't happened since what 1990 or something was the last time it happened. I'm probably wrong on that, but it, it had been a long time since. Uh, that kind of scheduling of playing the same team over over the course of uh, or in a row um, has happened. Uh, but having the having the bye week in between is going to help. Um, I think I do like the placement of the bye week right here. I'm playing the same team twice. I mean, it's kind of it can be difficult, but it might not because it's the Jets. So <laughs> I mean, guess I guess if there was any team on on the schedule that we had to play twice and play in a row, uh, that would probably be the one you'd want to do. And having the bye week at this point after playing the, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, the Rams, the Broncos, the 49ers, Seattle, and, you know, getting that, getting that bye weekend right there to go into our last set of games. I, I think it's a pretty good placement for it. A really good chance, regardless of what our, 
regardless of what our record is, and hopefully it's positive. But either way, it's a good chance to really evaluate what your season has been, really strengthen up some of those weak spots, and get ready to make a push uh, if if you're able to actually do so. Um, but at least make a push for more wins, even if you're not quite in the playoff race, which we all hope they're going to be. But um, but against the Jets, we'll group both games together. Um, I mean, what more is there really to say? I mean, they've got Le'Veon Bell. You've got to watch out for him. Um, but we know Adam Gase misuses running backs. And I'm, I'm going to sound like a, just an ultra Adam Gase hater, which a lot of people are. <laughs> if, you, if you're not, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to come across that way. Uh, I, I want to be I want to be proper in the, in the evaluation of the team because they have added some good, good pieces on. I really like the uh, wide receiver. Was it Mims? Is that how you say it, I think? Um They've added some good weapons on there. Darnold has a chance to to take a step forward. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, on uh, some of the networks really want to praise him and and say that he's one of the best young quarterbacks coming up. And we haven't really seen a lot of it, uh, but he certainly has the arm talent, and we've seen him make some great plays. Uh, I just I, I almost feel bad for him in a way because I think the coaching staff and, and the, the the overall makeup of the teams. Uh, the team on offense and defense is just going to play against them in the, in the long run. And it, I may, I might be wrong about that. And he could go on to have a great career. I wouldn't be surprised if he did either. Cause he is talented. Um, but I wouldn't put him as one of the, the top young talents. I would put him up there, but, um, he, he, he wouldn't be a top two or three kind of guy. Like a lot of people seem to claim about him. Um, I mean, looking at their defense, their defense is pretty good. Um, they still got Adams on defense, I believe. And so, uh, they've 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 got plenty of turnover capability, and that's kind of been their mo for a while. Even back to the Rex Ryan days, they like to get turnovers. They like to they like to come after you. They're pretty quick. And um, but if I if I had to really break it down and look into it, I would just I, I would think that the talent that we have surrounded our roster with on both sides of the ball for the Dolphins, as well as uh, as well as what we've seen from the coach from Clo- Coach Flores and and the uh, the uh, other pieces in the coaching staff that he's put around in the way that he's kind of talked them up, which is common to do for any coaching staff. But, but I really think it's going to fit in well. And I think that, uh, I really think that those are going to be a couple of wins. I don't see us losing to the jets. And I think if, if we did lose to the jets, it would be either a combination of having to play or it would be either having to play them, you know, two weeks in a row. And it's kind of one of those things. It's hard to, hard to beat somebody, you know, uh, so many times in a row, and if you play them back to back, it just kind of it makes it difficult because you've seen each other that shorter time. If you beat that team, they've still got it. They still got that rage inside of them. They get they had that time to think about it, where you just beat them, and so they're going to come back and they're really going to get after you. So you got to be careful in those scenarios. But uh, if again, if I had to guess, I would think that that's going to be a couple of wins for Miami, just just by the overall makeup of it. Uh, I, th- I think that we should certainly have the advantage going into that game. Uh, or games, really. I'll try to breeze through the the next part of this as we get uh, in there. We've had to get to the the last part of the schedule here. We've had the bye week, uh, play the Jets again. So now uh, we're going to be uh, playing at home against the Bengals, and uh, we get to see Joe Burrow most likely. I mean, I would I would be surprised if we didn't. Um, but that's going to be pretty great. Hopefully, we get to see the Burrow too. There's going to be a lot of great possibilities for. Two of matchups against these quarterbacks that are either young and upcoming, uh, like Drew Locke, um, uh, like gosh, yeah, and and then the ones that were just drafted, like Joe Burrow, and and that's it's gonna be 
potentially a lot, pretty exciting uh, games to see um, if it does happen. But whenever you look at the Bengals, uh, even with Joe Burrow, even if he comes out and is a huge upgrade for the team, which I'm sure he is going to be. I mean, you can't take away from what he did in college. He's certainly got the talent. But uh, when you when you look at it all, they've got the aging, uh, injury prone now. AJ Green. Uh, they've got a decent running game, and they've got some pretty good pieces all around on both sides of the ball. Um, so they're they're. I don't think they're going to be a pushover team. But I, you know, as much as they were last year. And I mean, as much as we were too, we were both in the race for the the tank for Tua, which turned in the into the tank for Burrow, I suppose. But uh, but I I think that they're going to be a little improved, and they're not one. They're not a team that you can just go in thinking it's going to be an automatic win. But I do foresee that being a very winnable game for this team. Um, that's that's pretty much all I'm going to say on that. I mean, there's not a whole lot to break down with the Bengals. Um, we 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 know their players. We saw them last year. They were bad. We were bad. That's kind of how it went. Um, because I want to get into this next game, and uh, <laughs> that's and that's going to be uh, week 13, and it's going to be at home against the Chiefs. Uh, this is certainly the game that I was hoping to go to this year, and a combination of waiting to see if they're actually going to do the season, if they're going to make it that far into the season, and if I can afford to go, because it's certainly not going to be a cheap trip for me, <laughs> but but if I, if I could go, because I, I, you know, living in Missouri, that would be a pretty exciting one. I've, I've seen a lot of Miami games at Arrowhead. Um, I've seen a lot of games in general at Arrowhead. I love it. It's great. Um, uh, certainly don't mind rooting for the Chiefs, as long as they're not playing Miami, but um, being the home state team. But going, you know, going to watch them play in Miami would, would be uh, certainly a bucket list thing of mine. Uh, I, I haven't seen a seen a game in Miami yet. I've watched Miami play all over, but haven't seen one there yet. So that would that would be a great opportunity if I was able to get it done, which it's probably not going to happen this year, but um, it was the one I was targeting for sure. Uh, but whenever you, whenever you go into breaking down uh, these two teams, you've got uh, Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL pretty much I mean I don't I don't know how to say it any other way he's great um, you've got Travis Kelsey the number one tight end in the NFL you've got a combination of receivers from Nicole Hardman Tyreek Hill Sammy Watkins um, they drafted Clyde Edwards Lair as one of the running backs but they we've I think they still have Damian Williams which we all know him uh, love Damian Williams was sad to see him go and he's been he's been a pretty good player for them. Uh, they have, they have all the offensive talent in the world. Uh, the offensive line is decent. It's, it's. I mean, it's good enough to win a Super Bowl, and I'll tell you that's that that's that's quite a bit right there. Uh, but they've they've been pretty good. Their defense has a tendency to have really weak times, and you think that they're a bad defense, and then at the end of the year or at some point they'll turn it on. So it's they are kind of unpredictable and playing them kind of near the end of the year right here. I think it's going to be a time when their defense is, is really going to be starting to come into their own because they're, they're going to be making a push and they're going to try to make it back for a back-to-back championships. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they did it, but hopefully we can be the thorn in their side. Um, Cause if our, if our defense can mold into an elite defense and one that's going to compete with a team like that, then that's because uh, because it's a game that everybody's going to expect us to lose, and uh, probably so. But when you look at it, if the defense is really able to shape up into something special, and they can go out and and really compete with those offensive pieces and give them a run for their money, then that's 
that's going to be something that's going to be very encouraging for us fans, I, I, I believe. And even if there's a good possibility that we could come out of this game losing the game and feel very good about this, uh, where our team stands as far as the other teams in the NFL. And that's kind of how I see this going. I, I think that we'll be it'll be a tough game. And I don't think it'll be a tough game to watch. I think it'll be an exciting game to watch. And I think it'll be one where, where we give them a little bit of trouble, um, but probably lose. But, but again, I think I, I would I would feel pretty good coming out of that game with a loss, with a seven to fourteen point loss, um, and it's close up until the end, you know, back and forth possibly. Um, and that's what that's what I hope to see out of that because they're they're a great team, and that's gonna playing playing a team like that uh, when we're starting over fresh is is the ultimate setting the standard on where where we want our team to be and seeing how we can shape up against that. And I'd say most of that, most of the pro chiefs talk probably comes from all of my friends that are around here. Uh, kind of, you know, they feed that hype into you, but a team that wins the Super Bowl, they deserve, they deserve plenty of credit and they deserve uh, a lot of, a lot of talk about how they've, the great pieces that they have because they've earned that right. Well, but going into the last three games of the season, uh, we will be at home against the Patriots. And that's going to be a good spot for that. Um, I love having it there. Uh, we avoid we avoid the cold and make them come down here for the heat instead of playing in the cold later on in the year like they're somewhat accustomed to sometimes. I mean, they, they, go, they go around the different places, but um, it's certainly going to be a good time to play them there. Um, I really like the way that the majority of our end of end of the year schedule shapes up because when you we'll just go ahead and break it down really fast before I get into that is you you play the Jets twice you play the Bengals you do have the Chiefs uh, but then you have the Patriots uh, the Las Vegas Raiders and then the Bills and so when you break that down if you can if you can get past that difficult part of the schedule from the beginning into the middle area and and come out of it positive you've really got a chance to do something and that's kind of when I've when I've glanced over it that's kind of the consensus that I keep coming out to is that there's, I mean, everybody says that this is going to be a five, six, seven win year. I've even heard eight and eight thrown around a little bit. I, and I, I tend to lean on the, I can see the eight and eight. I tend to lean on the nine and seven side, uh, but there is upside from there. I mean, I, th- I really think there's upside from there and there's possibility to, to really take it to the next level um, or to not, or it could, it could easily be a four or five win season. Um, if things just don't quite come around yet, but with more draft picks and, and with the moves that I'm sure they're going to make the next off season, uh, they're going to address all the issues and they're really going to really going to be able to patch things up and, and, and continue to build it. Uh, but getting back to the Patriots game, we already broke down as far as the team, the team is, we know them. Um, I, I like the game at home here. I feel like at this part of the year, uh, at the end of the year, we tend to have their numbers, so that's that's pretty nice. Um, every 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 good game against them happens at the end of the year. It's going to be the. I, I hope that I'm not wrong in saying this, but I think it's the first time we've played them at home since the uh, Miami Miracle. I'm pretty sure because we played them. Oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm, I think I'm wrong. I think that was two years ago. But either way, um, regardless, it's it's. Uh, it's always good to play them at home, though. It makes for a lot of excitement, and especially because we're probably going to have the possibility to sweep them this year. 
and maybe not. I mean, most likely I, I, I probably see a split, but we do have a chance to get that. Looking at the Las Vegas Raiders, um, I think it's going to be probably a difficult game. Um, it's going to be tough to play out there. It's a new stadium and stuff, so it could work out for us. And then at the Bills with the snow, and everybody hates that. But I'm sorry. Sorry I couldn't take it longer. I'm out of time. Thank you so much for joining, and uh, I'll try to come back to you soon. Stay tuned. Fins up. Thank you.